Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of the Right Way Podcast, a weird solo episode with me, Joe, the host and producer, uh, co-host and producer, and also uh, the executive editor at Right Way. Um, for those longtime listeners, you've probably noticed a distinct shift in tone or mission with the podcast, um, and uh, maybe you're wondering why, maybe you're not. Um, I'm going to tell you why, uh, or theoretically why. Um, and it's something we've discussed in a few of the episodes that we've done together, and most notably in these episodes that we've done apart. Uh, it's particularly for, uh, I mean, I, I I won't speak on behalf of both of us, but I, I think there's we're feeling a need to escape uh, the trap of being a brand in a company and having to sell our products and services and ourselves um, because it can sometimes feel inauthentic. It has to be to a point. That's not a secret. Um, and in the wake of 2020 and what is now the could be the wake of 2021, I think Rhea and I are, are desperately trying to reckon with our personal um, journeys um, and wanting to show you uh, and be and uh, show you that we are you. And that we are people and, and just be you and be people, even on the podcast. Um, so that, you know, while we still intend to share some really critical and useful information, information, um, and, and helping you in your own journey um, to answer some necessary questions, we're not, pro we're not here to provide any answers. Um, and we're, we're, we want to be here to, to, to all be in this together, to all sit down and suss this out and figure it out together. And we will have your backs as much as you have ours. And that's the whole thing anyway. If you can escape in industry and commerce and capitalism, everything is just about your community anyway. Um, Hence, there is a 25-minute podcast that follows where I sort of talk about things I've said on the podcast and ways I've been on the podcast and what it's like to have a to be a podcast. I'm a podcast. Um, and how I feel about that and how I feel about thing, you know, ego and how I feel about process and how I feel about my own journey trying to discover if what is my purpose here. Um, you know, especially at this time, um, I think we're all asking that question. I think we're all reprioritizing. I think we're all trying to figure things out. Um, I am not here to solve any of that. I'm just here to share and would encourage you all to share with us. Um, if this podcast drums up anything within you, um, or if you've been going through something, do not hesitate to email us at podcast at rightwayco.com and talk to us. Talk to me. Um, we want to know what you're going through too, because chances are we're going through a lot of the same stuff. Um, so here for you is a little solo episode, Joe's Lament. Um, have a happy Tuesday, and thank you guys so much for listening. Hey, everyone. Um, this is Joe. I am the... Uh, executive editor at right way and i'm the co-host uh and producer of our this podcast um Rhea's partner in crime 
And I'm coming to you today on the mic solo, um, only because, <laughs> probably because we're trying to capture lightning in a bottle, probably because um, Rhea's kind of radical approach to um, some big life changes and big career changes ushered in kind of a possibility for a little bit of a new format for us. Um, I think in the, you know, months following uh, the tumultuous year of 2020, we all, I, I, I assume, we all underwent a lot of drastic change, reprioritization, a lot of collective trauma, a lot of individual trauma, a lot of individual tragedy. So suffice to say, um, probably there are some new ways that we're all going to do a lot of things. And even though we're a brand and we're a company and this is our job and clients entrust us to help them develop their manuscripts and their proposals and get them submitted and get them signed um, and get them sold and to kind of pull back this curtain on the publishing industry. We're also very human. And I think there are, you know, there are two episodes that we'll link to in the show notes here for this one that Rhea kind of proved that beyond the shadow of a doubt. And um, I think, well, I think a couple of things. I got, I, I'm very conflicted about this because, well, I think then we should be allowed as a brand and as professionals to drop the act for our own selves and for our, you know, potentially like mental health um we also have to drop the act for you guys and i i i personally and i know ria feels similarly i i, I kind of want to drop the act in general um one of the things that uh, one of the caveats we kind of rode um that i rode in particular in discussing the process of writing and the perception of writing and working with um, with clients and editorial and and development uh, was the the eradication of ego, letting go of the ego. And in my own life, um, undergoing probably kind of a, a drastic series of transformations, not only uh, as a result of, of of COVID, but as a result of turning the, being the age that I am. Um, I'm, I'm turning 41 actually at, at the time of this podcast, I will have turned 41 four days prior. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I've been hard at work eradicating my own ego or trying to eradicate my own ego. And in that journey, I've come to the conclusion that eradicating the ego is not a good answer. Because I think eradicating anything is not a good answer. Um, because for all the ways that the ego can kind of stop us, and we, we've talked about this on a lot of past episodes as well, the ego can obstruct you. Um, it can narrow your point of view. Um, 
It can make you resistant to to good opinions and good insight from outside external external sources, um, the second set of eyes, so to speak. But the reality is, is the ego can also help, and the ego is a part of all of us, and the ego is. Um, it's a trigger for our survival mechanisms and it's doing its best to protect us. That's one of the things that it's doing is protecting us in a lot of ways. Um, because while the ego is incredibly judgmental and will rush to judgment, um, it also is like looking out for traps for you. Um, so the ego can be a trap and it can look out for traps. What I'm saying is, is that like, I think everything I've ever said about eradicating or killing your ego is not right. Um, uh, not only because there probably there is no killing or there is no death because the end of everything is just the beginning of something else. Um, so the the eradication of of the ego is not only not possible, but it it would just create the opportunity for something else to to rise in its place to begin a new cycle of something. So I, I'm I guess like I guess I'm on the mic mic right now to to just say that I was wrong. Um, and I think in large part, like podcasting about, I don't know, about writing is wrong. <laughs> I don't think this podcast is wrong. And I think Rhea and I set out to wanting to do something very different. I think, um, we wanted to give real actionable advice. We wanted to give real time usable provide real-time usable tools that you could do in the moment that you could employ in the moment to, to get yourself because so many, and it, by no fault of any other podcast, because I think this is another easy way to be a brand in a competitive marketplace is to say like, well, we're unlike everybody, every other podcast, because every other podcast does this shitty thing. And I, I, I definitely even said that myself and probably on this podcast said every other podcast just talks about process and doesn't really give actionable advice. And to a point like isn't there we Rhea and I found like kind of a lack of truth in a lot of them. Um, and a lack of truth kind of across the board uh, because there are a lot of promotional narratives that uh, publicists and agents and writers use um, because the story of how a book got published is kind of an equally usable tool to sell it. Um, so I think that that's a thing. Regardless, no fault of anyone's own. That's what happens. And, and that is commerce. And what we didn't want to do was kind of devolve into that. Be not devolve. That's a fucking terrible word. That's such a judgmental word. We didn't want to be that. But I think just by virtue of what our company does and what this podcast was, it became that because we were trying to sell something. We're trying to sell a service. We're trying to sell a product. Um, we're trying to sell ourselves. And so you make hard declarations and very hard and fast rules about what to do and what not to do. And 
the reality to that is that n- there isn't it. There aren't any. Um, you, what we stand behind is that you know the publishing industry is a pretty archaic industry, operating by some pretty archaic, um, uh, you know, via some pretty archaic mechanisms, and by by virtue of that, there's a lot of obfuscation about what you or us as writers and 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 hopeful authors have access to. And it's that's the same everywhere. And I think a lot of the people that make it are a lot of the people that realize that like it takes persistence and consistency and hard work and a hundred tries uh to get that one for for one to succeed. Um I think that, you know, that is our was our was one of the things that we fruitfully believe and and how we we went about it was the you know the top 10 ways to get your manuscript to an agent the top 3 things you can do to um you know elevate your process or whatever and all of that is great and also all of that is um can be usable and all of it can be dismissible because you really i one of the other things that we say is like you got to do what's right for you and that's i think that's another of our like main tenets that like really does stand is like you got to do what's right for you we got to do what you, you know we had a podcast about what kind of writer are you and you really have to do what's right for you and the one one main thing that you need is like having your big why do you have a big why why are you doing this why do you want to be a writer why do you want to write it's a question I've been asking myself a lot. Um, and I think the potential answers scare me um, because I've devoted a lot of life and energy and time to studying writing, to teaching writing, to working in various um, writing industries. And I think at the end of the day, writing is still very difficult and writing books is very, very difficult. And being, being in that marketplace is very, very difficult. And I think the potential answer of that, that maybe I don't, I don't want to be a writer (laughs) as badly as maybe I've convinced myself that I want to be, uh, that answer scares me because then the, the other questions that follow it are okay. Then what then? And I, I'm I'm sure that's a question for a lot of you because I think you know, and just reading, you know, I'm reading a lot of like um, online publications and blog posts and and hearing from a lot of you, and, and being part of like uh, the writing community on Twitter. I apologize for my creaking office chair. I should stand, but I'm very comfortable right now. Um, not comfortable internally, but externally, I'm comfortable. Uh, because I'm <laughs> laying it all out there and being honest about uh, how much of a fraud I feel like sometimes I'm the imposter syndrome and that fear of maybe I've convinced myself this is what I want to do because these were the opportunities that were presented to me or because I had an idealized version of what the end result or goal was going to be could be any number of things. And I know that there are a lot of people out there. There's so many people that you, you you know, like we say, over 80% of people want to write a book. And that shows in in what I read and who I communicate with online because people are out there with full-time jobs 
and trying to write, trying to develop a writing career. And it's very, very difficult. And if you've answered your big why, I think that's excellent. And if you know the answer, I think that's excellent. But I think there are probably a lot of people out there like me too, who are like, I, I think I want this, but why is it so hard? Or I think I want this, but why is it not working? And, um, you know, for every, for every instance or circumstance where I'd say, just keep pushing or even to myself, just keep pushing. I think there are others too, where I'll also say to myself, go back to the big why. Is it authentic? Is it intentional? Does it, is it something that serves you? Is this your purpose? So, and this is all like an incredibly long winded 13 minute and 38 second way to say that, you know, Rhea and I are, have kind of been intrigued by pivoting this podcast a little more toward the mental, the brain, the wellness, the, are we healthy while we're, while we're doing this? And not only helping people become self-sufficient writers, but helping people answer the question of whether or not they want to be writers. Um, which, you know, um, this is, that's Herculean because that's, that's the biggest question of them all, isn't it? Um, so, so yeah, so I've, I've been on kind of this bizarre journey, um, the last couple, few months. Um, I admittedly had a very easy quarantine, um, and I say that reluctantly because I know so many people didn't and it makes me feel bad. I was very secure professionally and financially. Um, my family was safe. No one got sick. Um, you know, yet knock on wood. Um, it's not over yet. We're not out of the woods folks. Wear your masks, socially distance, please. Um, I, uh, I was very lucky. I was very blessed still am. Um, but the months following quarantine got a little difficult, um, and, um, got challenging in ways that I didn't want to be challenged or in ways that I thought I'd overcome the challenge already. But the truth is, is that we never overcome the challenge because the challenge can always rise again. Um, because the only permanent thing is change and, uh, everything will always be in flux all the time. Um, and so I got very frustrated and then I got a lot of, it was a lot of anxiety and, and panic, uh, as is my kind of go-to. I love very comfortable in a state of high anxiety. <laughs> um, and with, uh, you know, with a, a chiropractor and, and some body work and, a, and a, some counseling, uh, and a lot of self help, um, you know, which does include a lot of the empowerment, self-empowerment, self-improvement kind of, um, stuff, which I would say, be careful of, <laughs> just like I would say, be careful of like, um, you know, the, the fitness industry, the health industry, like, you know, at the end of the day, they're, we're all trying to sell you something, um, self-improvement, some, some Buddhist, uh, um, philosophy, meditation, and um, 
you know, this, um, this concept called memento mori, which is um, an element of Stoic philosophy uh, that um, uh, is a, a perp- like a kind of touts reflecting on death, your own death and the death of things you love and your world and your, you know, anything um, every day. Um, which was a very difficult uh, approach for me because I have a crippling fear of death. I always have since I was very young. Um, and so time getting on, death and demise, decay, ending, all of that is, I mean, to all of us, that's it's very disconcerting and it's very uncomfortable. Um, and so I've been working very hard on accepting that. And I'm not, I'm not trying to do that and I'm not saying this right now in this podcast. Um, I don't like... I'm not I'm not espousing this this philosophy as a way to motivate you or motivate me. I don't want to think about death so that I start hustling. <laughs> That's not the point. Um the point is acceptance. Um and as a result the point of everything becomes acceptance. Um I think I mentioned it maybe a couple of times on, on the podcast, but I think, you know, finding approval within, um, instead of, instead of without, um, and, and is, is a manner of acceptance. I, I think acceptance is kind of the, and that doesn't mean apathy and that doesn't mean, de- it, it means, it means what it is. It means accepting that everything that is and isn't and everything that could be, and even the stuff that shouldn't be, um, and acting necessarily within that, within it. So that's what I'm working. And I, you know, again, this is not, I'm not telling you this to, I'm not saying this right. I'm telling you what I'm, what I'm doing to reckon. And I'm not saying that this is the way. And this is probably in part me saying that I love doing the podcast. Uh, I love talking. I love talking to Rhea about writing or publishing or the process or, or, and I, and I love us putting it out there and I love any of you who are listening. And I love, we love, we love getting responses to hear that anything that we're saying is helping. And you want the podcast, you want something like this to help, but also in order to do a podcast, you, you kind of, I think a lot of like podcast hosts, a lot of podcast personalities have to by virtue of of podcasting in and of itself have to put themselves have to position themselves as something as someone that has to impart something to you. And while I think that you know Rhea is an expert in publishing, she has been around the block, uh, d- down every path and has good and bad experiences down every path. And we've cultivated a lot of great knowledge and a lot of great information, not an, 
to give to you. And I think we've done it on this podcast, but also we are you. We're not any different. Um, particularly me. I am as much a listener on this podcast and as much a learner and as much a student of this podcast as I am on it. And you know, that being said, I know what I'm doing. You can trust me, but also everything that I say on this podcast or we say on this podcast, we're also saying it to ourselves. And I I think I've said that before too. Um, And the reality is maybe not the information, but the knowledge and the answers to some of the big questions, um, all of the big questions um, you already have, you all already have, um, you all already know. Um, it's just taking the time to quiet down long enough to listen to yourself, not to us. Um, and I think that any information about industry is one thing. Um, and the only reason that I'm again going to remark on like other writing podcasts is I would say knowledge or rules regarding the process of writing or, or even structure. It's all still all subjective. So much of it is just so fucking subjective because for every story about an author who did things totally by the books and it took them forever. There's a story of an author who does things, did things the opposite way. Um, and there is information, but there are no rules. Um, and I think the rules to writing and publishing are the same as the rules to life, which is, Accept, take action where needed, be open, um, and trust the answer and approval within yourself. Um, I know that I tout a lot of the editorial process because I have to. And I do think that's, I do think that is so valid. I think it's so necessary and valid to get an editorial, not an editorial eye, just another eye on your work. Um, because I think there's a lot, I've, you know, I've heard my fair share of horror stories of, um, in, you know, editors getting hired by a writer and just injecting their own bullshit uh, uh, quote-unquote objectivity when it's not objective the uh, editing is uh, editing is 90 percent subjective 10 percent objective and it's changing all the time and it's art so what the fuck do whatever you want um i would say get that you know you need that other set of eyes um you gotta accept it you gotta be open to it um to another way of looking at it um 
And I think detachment, I think the, you know, the Buddhist concept of detachment, and they say attachment is where suffering is, detaching yourself a little bit from not being so precious. Um, there's those fucking sand painter monks who like paint these incredibly like ornate, gorgeous paintings with, with different colored sand. And then when they're done, they blow it away. They blow it, they, they, they wipe it away. Um, and I, you know, I, I would suggest treating your, your work like that. Uh, live in the present with your work, right? Right. Presently, right for now. Don't, don't, I know. And I know that's hard because I know there are so many conditions and some of this woo woo shit is like, that doesn't work when we can't breathe and we can't pay our electric bill and we are hungry. I fucking get it. It's, it's almost like there's no way. Uh, I'm here to say there's no advice. There's information, but there are no answers. There's information and there's support, but there's no answers. And I hope that that can be comforting because I think it's comforting from, for me. Um, I have once again, as a white male, had to remind myself that I don't know anything. And man, we want to, and I want to, and we all want to, because the world is confusing and life is confusing. Um, but we, and we don't know anything and that's going to have to be okay. And hopefully we can all kind of have each other's backs as we navigate um, the not knowing. Uh also, I just talked for 26 minutes. I have no idea what I said. Um, I thank you for this. Um, I think Rhea and I just want to share our personal journeys with you guys and where where we're at off the mic um, and, you know, behind the, you know, our the catchphrases and the branding and the website launch page and... We're totally just figuring it out too. I hope you all have an awesome week. I can't believe it's the end of August. Um, happy birthday to me. I'm 41. For all you other 41-year-olds out there, um, I hope you know that you're all golden gods. Uh, thank you all for listening anytime and all the time. Um, and have a great one. And I hope you keep listening. Um, and we'll keep talking and we'll keep this conversation going. And we're all just going to try to help each other out. Um, because you guys help out, can help us as much as we can help you. So we'll do that. And we'll try to get through. Thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs>